regular, regular, regular features. The regular, regular, regular features. The regular, regular, regular features. The regular features are shown. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Gav Murphy, and like every week, we forgot to do an intro. So, like every week, I'm recording it just before I put the finishing touches to the episode and stick it online. Um, yeah, a little sort of peek behind the curtain is what we usually do is do the whole show and then do the intro at the end uh, because then we know exactly what to put in it. Um, but obviously, log... Joe and I, like we do every week, got a little bit too excited and drank a little bit too much gin and white wine and forgot to do it. So here it is. Um, what would we talk about? Well, I, I'm just doing this uh, primarily. Um, Joe's got, I think, a career-high feature um, about Yuri Geller, which is fucking incredible. And Log is talking about the financial year. But obviously... Yeah, you all know Log. You know he's gonna make that shit funny. Um, so yeah, there's that as well. And usually it's really easy to segue from the intro into the sort of like pre-feature chat because we're all just talking and it's really good. But now I've got to try and f- segue into the pre-feature chat. Uh, and I think it's me that talks first. So watch this now, right? See, see if this works. It might not work. It might sound shit, but <laughs> Log. Before we go any further, yes, did I work? You're beardless right now. What the hell? I generally, when I came around the corner and saw you outside Tesco, I had no idea what was coming towards me. I have looked at myself a little bit this morning, yeah, and thought, the fuck, the fuck is that? And every time I've caught a glimpse of myself in a fucking half, half reflected in a mirror you've wanted to shag it i've just thought the fuck i i'm not a fan of um i like it i think you look you know handsome. i love the fact that you're being really kind yeah i love that you're lying through your teeth just to stop me from throwing myself off the bridge. no 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 I'm, yeah I, i've got to get used to it haven't i it's diff it's, it's very diff i've never seen you beardless except in one picture of you where you have maybe a mohawk or spiky hair and you're making a crazy face. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen that. It's on the best of log images, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, the I think four it's, images. I think it's in the uh, the Hobgoblin in um, Malibu. Oh, so yeah, I've seen this taken. before yeah, then. Yeah. Christ. But only, just... in, only in picture form. Oof. But I still, f- I feel like you still had a little bit going on. Like, That's I feel like a good idea. You had a soul yeah, patch this, or this is the first time I've, I'm I've pull been it completely yeah. clean shaven all over my goddamn face. What happened? Did you do on purpose? Well... I clipped it a little bit, thinking I've got a lot of hair on top at the minute. Yeah, and I'm you. It's I'm trying to grow that out a little That's bit, good. just because I'm more trying. I don't know. I just want to change. I want to be different. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm scratching a sense of dissatisfaction that I can't quite put my finger on. Yeah, and um, yeah, I thought so. Long hair, no beard. Thought I'd try that out. Love see what it. I look like. I think and, um, you change your look. More frequently than most people I know, mm. I think I like it. That's maybe that hints yeah. at the profound dissatisfaction I feel with my. No, I think it's nice. <laughs> I think it's nice. I don't know. Look at Jonathan Van Ness. He changed his moustache recently, and it's had a profound effect on me. So good on him. Care to elaborate? What? Does, how do you find your day-to-day routine changed thanks to this? I just think about him. Oh, right. <laughs> what's, like, he, what's, what's he had done? He shaved down most of his beard, right. but grew out the moustache. Oh, nice! So it's like quite. It's quite. He's got one of those carpety beards, yeah. like Adam Buxton. Right, yeah, so yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's quite low, but still very dark. Ooh. But big old moustache on the front. I think oh. I'm going back in with a handlebar. Yes. I yes. Oh, I love that. Why not? I you, just fucking think they're hot on other people, so why not be what I want to be? You look like a hot air balloon captain. I would. <laughs> My granddad had a handlebar, and he used to, he, used to, he was an old He used school. to pull. Yeah. yeah. Well, he used to, birds three deep either side of him. <laughs> it was like, he was like one of those like stage acts where, he, no, it was one of those stage acts where he's got a broom handle across his back and loads of mannequins dangling off it. He <laughs> he's was like, like that, a big foosball table. ladies. <laughs> what uh, was the reaction from your pub punters? I have, the, I have actually beard? run through the pub with my hand over my chin because I oh, could really? not be asked with having the same conversation no 50 fucking times. Because I'm assuming your pub is, I mean, is frequented by... Uh, Gobshites who, who, <laughs> who can't stop commenting on things. <laughs> by, like, cartoon camera people. 
not as in like camera, like what you take a photo of. Not like cameras, like camera. They, they, or like Aztec camera. <laughs> uh, the campaign for real is what is it? Campaign, campaign for, for real? real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, we don't get. We and they we a lot a of them of are furry people. Not furries. Uh, uh, furries. Again, you know, need, need to, to distinguish uh, need that. Especially with this podcast. I would love to run a pub full of furries. middle-aged furries. <laughs> yeah. I bet they wouldn't spend that much money on booze, though. I bet you. No, I think they're probably quite... I think they, they'll all be like, oh, I'll get a soda water online. Will you? You don't Will want to be, be too drunk when you're in a £2,000 fursuit, do you? That's, That's very true. And <laughs> the same with the cobs. Those cobs are going to go <laughs> suffering <laughs> as well because you're not getting a fucking bit of pickle <laughs> on those, are you? <laughs> You can't fucking fit them in the washing machine. There's nothing you can do with those things. Unless you unless you know better. If you're a furry and have cleaned your fursuit at some point, please what, let us know. What has been some of the weirdest reactions you've had since? Because, I mean... Stuart. Uh, it shouldn't be a big thing, Stuart, but long, you've had a beard for ages. So once you shave it off, then people are going to react. Stuart, my long-term partner, said, Oh, you've shaved again. And then he reached out and slowly, with his fingertip, touched my face and went... Oh, <laughs> with one finger. One finger. It was not. It was not a caress. It was an exploratory prod. It's <laughs> like what a witch would do to a fat child: <laughs> prod them thinner. <laughs> in my head, in my head, he was pretending that his finger was a match, and he was like, "I'm going to try and light it on my boy." <laughs> Good for him. So yeah, so, so no particular sign of horror but certainly yeah. not approval or arousal from Stuart there have you had anyone who should have noticed that hasn't oh good question my good da- question my dad had a moustache for 25 years and shaved it off and the entire family except me didn't notice and he was really <laughs> upset because it well because it would, had gone quite grey so you could look at him at a glance but he came down one morning first time shaving in, in quarter of a century his <laughs> wife two of his children didn't notice and I saw and he hugged me <laughs> it was great he just wanted to be child. noticed yeah. I ju- he did just want to be noticed which is why he's an actor you're like is this, is this what it takes <laughs> this is all I've got the roles aren't coming in oh great I, I mean I support it Oh, okay. It's um, it's not going to last for long. It's I feel like thing is you've I might get trapped in a hole after not, not judging how I'm the different size. That's what cats do, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> get stuck in fences. <laughs> <laughs> you've lost enough weight that you can have you can have this. Like I couldn't do this in the moment. Like I'd look like a fat five year old if I shaved all this off. I think the yeah. But I do like I have made a promise myself. Like if I get back down to fourteen stone, I'm just gonna grow a big mustache oh, and I shave yes. everything off. You and will just have a mustache. I'll be playing footsie with you constantly. <laughs> <That'll> be, <laughs> I mean that's why I'm doing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I want get onto it, man. <laughs> I'm just imagining us all with moustaches now. It would be the be hottest good. podcast. It would be really hot. I can't really grow one. It's quite yeah. Mine's quite um, John, John Waters-y. Why don't you do it like, yeah, do it either John Waters or Gomez. Like, yeah, that's that what I don't, but that's natural. I can't, I wouldn't yeah. have to sculpt it. That's <laughs> just what it grows like. Um, it's a series of singular moustache hairs all the way Steve across. Can, Steve can do an all right beard if it goes for a bit. Matt's yeah. quite dirty, but I mean, that's fine. Max is, Max is a bit, Pesty, isn't it? Yeah. Is this staying in? <laughs> I'll shave. No, his beard. He's not. He's not a pest. He's an absolute fucking I'll, treat. Uh, I'll shave my beard off and then give bits. Then I'll put it in a big envelope and then <gasps> anyone who wants it from the podcast can have it for whatever. I'll no, take that only out. to put it on their face, not to clone me or burn it and smell it or anything like that. Oh, burn it, it. smell it. <laughs> Just for your face. <laughs> Nah, clone you, open a theme park based on you. (laughs) Just that staring in wonder at a normal sized gav out of your Jeep. (laughs) Are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. He tries to step over the Jeep, but he just trips over it. It's too too short. feel like this might be a formality but did both of you see the open letter that Yuri Geller wrote to Theresa May I didn't actually read it all <gasps> I just saw broad strokes good that yeah. means I get to read it okay. <laughs> dear Theresa 
We've, Christ, this is our prime minister. Please give her a little bit of respect. <laughs> this is real. Have you seen, have you heard this, by the way? Yes, I have. Good, okay. We have known each other for over 21 years since you became our MP. You visited my home in Sonning, where you also lived. Three years before you became prime minister, I presented your victory when I showed... Oh, sorry, I predicted your victory when I showed you Winston Churchill's spoon on my Cadillac, which I asked you to touch. <laughs> Despite popular public opinion... Do you remember? Do you remember touching my Winston spoon? On a Cadillac. <laughs> There's so many elements to that. It's like a spell. Despite popular public opinion, I also predicted that Donald Trump would become the 45th president of the United States. As you might have read, I am ensuring that Jeremy Corbyn never gets the keys to number 10 Downing Street with the power of my mind, which I have proved over and again. I will ensure that they... <laughs> you write this. Huh? <laughs> you write this. This is real. <laughs> I should point out everything that I'm going to say today is okay, real. Right, yeah. None of this is me. <laughs> I will ensure that they bend out of all proportion to ensure that he never takes up residence there. My power has been validated by the CIA, MI5, and Mossad. Blah, blah, blah. Some stuff about the CIA. Shut uh, up. He, he, saying about the CIA? Oh, I'll carry on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the I, I, CIA concluded, as a result of Geller's success in this experimental period, we consider that he has de demonstrated his paranormal perceptual ability in an un sorry, in a convincing and unambiguous manner. What? It is easily ver verifiable. Just look at the official CIA website. <laughs> These spoons did not bend themselves and Jesus. stick themselves to a Cadillac. Uh, I have influenced many high-ranking officials around the world. On one occasion, Senator Clay... On one occasion, the CIA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On one occasion, Senator Claiborne Pell, then the chair of the Senate Foreign Fre Relations Committee, directed me to bombard the mind of Yuli Vorontsov. The Soviet chief's... No, oh, sorry. The, God, I can't read today. The Soviet Union's chief nuclear negotiator to influence him telepathically to sign the Nuclear Arms Reduction Treaty, which I did successfully. I would have enjoyed... I would have liked that better if it was like, like a big hitter. Because I don't know who that guy is you just mentioned. If Hell, he said, like, that lad with all the birthmark on his head. <laughs> <laughs> would that have worked for you? Yes, I yeah. believe it would. <laughs> Now to the point of my open letter to you. I feel psychically and very strongly that most British people do not want Brexit. I love you very much, but I will Aww. not allow you to lead Britain into Brexit. As much as I admire you, I will stop you telepathically from doing this. And believe me, I am capable of executing it. Just ask the CIA. Before I take, <laughs> before I take this drastic course of action, I appeal to you to stop the process immediately while you still have a chance. Although I currently live in Israel, I am still a British citizen and feel very passionately about the country and the people I came to love. Much energy and love. Uri. Which is how he says his name, I found out. Yeah. Now... I was going to write something stupid about Theresa May's reply to this and just do a, you know, just shit. Do a voice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do a voice. Uh, I went looking for that and I searched Yuri Geller Facebook and the first thing I found was another thing from the 1st of August 2016 on Uri Geller's Facebook, which is him saying this. To all my dear friends, I have a question for you about Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. This is real. I promise you all of this is real. <laughs> As you may know, there is a Pokemon character called Ungella in Japanese and Kadabra in English, which carries spoons for power, is psychic, and is of the species Psy. <laughs> As you can see in the image below, if you can read Hebrew, Hebrew, in this image that has been... Oh, God. In this image that has been sent to me, Kadabra has been named Urigella. <gasps> so my question is, do you think that Kadabra is based on me or not? You know full well he is. You, that's why he's called Kadabra over here in the first place. Yep. Uh, <laughs> as an aside, he sued the Pokemon company for £60 million in 1999 for using it. They have never made another Pokemon card with Kadabra on it ever since because of this lawsuit. Do you get any money? I don't know. They don't actually go into that. I think it may have been settled out of court. Ooh. Uh, if you don't believe Kadabra is based on me, please tell me what is the alternative reason for them to have named the Japanese version Ungella, made it carry metal spoons, and listed it as being psychic. Please comment, and don't forget to share. Sending you love and positive energy. Uri, four kisses. Um, that's fantastic. I just think that's amazing. My favourite... I, like, I always think with stuff like that, with people like him, I just feel like, how are you making money? Right? Like, so if imagine if Pokemon Go's been, or Pokemon been bankrolling him the entire 60 time. million pounds. Because, like, if you got that kind of, like, say they said, right, 60 million pounds, Uri, that's obviously mental, and you are obviously mental, yeah. but we want this to go away. What's it gonna take? And then you just go, 
Five million. Fine. That's way less than 60. Yeah. We've got it just hanging about. If you will go away, we'll give you five million pounds because we obviously have you done this. Yeah, like it's actually a good call. Oh, I'd been a bit more canny about it. Do you want us to make you the final evolutionary form? Is it just you're pissed off he evolves into Alakazam? Do you know why? Yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. why he's not Alakazam? Because Alakazam's named after Houdini. Oh boy, who knows how to keep his mouth shut? <laughs> now, now at this point, I was like, oh well, I could go full Gavin. I could go in the comments and stuff. I'm never going to be more insane than the people in Uri Geller's comments. Of course. Um, I don't have many of them. I've literally got one in this case, but my favourite was a guy called Vivek Agrawal, who. Uh, <laughs> Uri Geller said, could you tell me uh, about whether you think Kadabra's me? This guy just said, no idea, sorry, zero about this. And Uri Geller responded, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uri Geller doesn't respond to many people on his Facebook page. He mainly drops in links to people asking to interview him and he gives them, like, an address to go to. Okay. Uh, But in this case, he deserved a thanks to Vivek. All of which is a to say... A physical address or a web address? A web address. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, sorry, no, I want to interview you. Address. Come to this cafe. Come to old Jaffa in Israel, <laughs> which is where he says he lives all the time. <laughs> all of which is to say I had multiple ideas for features based on Ori Geller until I found out that his Facebook page is the most fascinating place on the internet. Because Ori Geller uses his Facebook page at once as a fan page, uh, a promotional page, yeah, a place to complain about things and people who have talked about him, and... A place for, like, psychic attacks. <laughs> so, what? Right. So, as a selection he, he of distributes things... distributes psychic attacks from his website. We'll get on you to one. Buy them. He's not, he's <laughs> not done it for many people, but every now and then, when someone pisses him off, he will psychically and publicly attack them. Fuck. And, like, no one's running this for him. It's not a PA. You think it's like, definitely him? It's all Uri, because he films himself a lot. <gasps> <laughs> um, but the best thing is how completely ramshackle it is. It's like if a man of Uri's age who wasn't a psychic spoon-bending man just started a fan page that inexplicably right. tens of thousands of people follow. Yeah, yeah. And l- people who love him, like, people really yeah, people like Uri really, Geller. Yeah, yeah. Um, except Brexit people. Oh. They've they've sort of flooded his page quite a lot recently, which is really fun. Because he's not for Brexit. Yeah, because he doesn't he like it. He's not like attack all of them. They've got That's hard, the kind it? of it's power of all of them, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's, he's risking a lot here. Just, like, <laughs> as, as a kind of sort of a... A, a slice, a vertical slice of the sort of content you're getting out of, out of Uri Geller's Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, you're getting uh, a bit where he's on a balcony in old Jaffa, Israel. He says it a lot, uh, where he's just record. It's essentially a bootleg recording of a gig happening across the road where a, an Israeli band are playing a cover of Sweet Child of Mine, and it's quite bad. Um, a lot of videos of just after he's very clearly walked up to unsuspecting tourists who were at restaurants near where he lives or works and he's just bending all the spoons on their tables oh my god he can actually bend spoons that's the thing but it's a physical act not a psychic act um how do you know as i do um <laughs> there's one of like a table of four japanese people who are very clearly quite unsure about him i don't know who he is yeah i don't yeah, think so yeah. and he's just walking up and he bends all the spoons on their table before they've got any food <laughs> it'd be is... amazing if they said oh he's like that pokemon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my favorite he said um, soft racism there. <laughs> like, in, his, in his comment about this video where he's where he's um, in this one he's breaking the heads off the spoons as well so he's doing criminal That's damage to a, to a restaurant's property he says there is a movie out in cinemas right now about me and nostradamus Japanese people doing it. Then, then, then a very quick. Do not watch. Then a very quick switch. Japanese people were always fascinated by any form of spoon bending. What's any form? Like, how many? Is it different sizes, shapes? Also, he doesn't know that they're fascinated. He just keeps walking into people's restaurants like they look fascinated. So, no, they look pissed they look- off because they can't eat their soup. <laughs> <Look> scared. <laughs> uh, here is a group of young high tech experts next Aww. to my museum. Soon my museum coffee shop will open. It will be called The Bent Spoon. All spoons will be bent. <laughs> so, yeah. He's really going in on that, isn't he? Loves yeah. it. Like, fair uh, play to him. I mean, he's got his thing, hasn't he? And I'm he's mate, going in on it all the time. He is opening quite a fancy-looking museum in about a year. Is this a, a museum a of spoon? spoon? It's a you, museum of Uri. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, he's uh, one of the judges on Israel's Got Talent. Is he? Mm. Fantastic. Um, he's got. So, oh, because he's got a job-ish then. Yeah. Like he's he's riding the wave. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
there's a whole video of him where one of them says you're obsessed with Instagram and your phone and you're addicted to it. And then it's all these different shots, clearly from Israel's Got Talent, of him taking selfies. But then he's clearly put the selfies that he's taken, he's cut them into this video, but he doesn't know how to change the aspect ratio. Right. So all these square pictures are being stretched to 16 by 9. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all these wide-faced pictures of him and other Israeli celebrities (laughs) set to music. Someone says to him, but like not as like a taking the piss thing. Someone's like, one of the other judges is like, oh, you're addicted to your phone because he keeps during the show taking selfies of him with the audience and people. Oh my God. It's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. It's Uh, because a lot of people in Israel do not have talent. Yeah, it seems like it. I've seen a few of those acts. Not great. Um, You'll like this one. Uri Geller hanging out with Roseanne Barr. (laughs) 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 She's come to his museum, but the museum's not finished. Like, it's not finished for a year. What? So he's like invited. I guess she must be visiting Israel in general. He's like, come to my museum. And then she's just standing there. They're having a photo shoot. Halfway through the photo shoot, he's gotten someone, his wife or his PA, to start videoing him. Yeah. So during a... professional photo shoot he's turning to his own camera and starts speaking about hi guys it's Uri here I'm here with Roseanne Barr and then he starts talking to Roseanne Barr who looks really confused and then he's like say something she just turns around and goes shalom <laughs> shalom motherfucker um, and then like it sounds like he's really say, say something to her yeah <gasps> and th- yeah and then he's he's like what do you think of my museum she's like oh it looks great <laughs> it's not finished it There's sounds nothing amazing there. it's like <laughs> Um, the best bits where he's like, mental. he's like, we're gonna have this crystal from Leonardo da Vinci, but it's stuck in a, a city name. It's in a port. <laughs> so he's just apologizing for all the shit that's not in his museum yet. He's like, hey, Rosanne, close your eyes, close your eyes. I'll, I'll take imagine, you for a tour. Imagine, imagine. <laughs> uh, like spoons, go. <laughs> <laughs> we got one. Oh, the cafe's gonna have all Ben ones. Uh, and then... Yeah, he's got a series of self-help videos. I also found his Vimeo page, which is fucking incredible. Um, What's on that? Oh, we'll get into that in a minute. Oh um, my God, this is a fantastic. You've done a journalism. I've done so much. The he's, new Matt Lees. He, he's prolific. <laughs> this um, guy. This he's done good. so much. It's not under his name as well, so I think it might be an assistant who puts it all up <gasps> for him. But it means most of his videos have about 10 to 100 views, and it's great. I feel fantastic. like I've... Is it a well-hidden dug. name like Larry Sanders, Gary Shandling? It's like Mathinden <laughs> or something. I, can't, I haven't written it down. Um, but part, my, one of my favorite things is he has all these um, self-help videos that like, 10 promises to make your, to yourself from or it's things like never accept another man's verdict um but the best one is my favorite and the most you're point- not bound by the laws of man <laughs> yeah, honestly it gets close to that stuff um my favorite and very pointedly he says cynicism is for cowards and it's like yeah we get it everyone's cynical about you being a liar oh, yeah um, <laughs> particularly roseanne barr <laughs> But the best lying is great. <laughs> All the best stuff on his page. He's got some good posts. He's got some like fun content. But mm. the best stuff on his page is his own videos, which he often, I would say, maybe a twentieth of them are shot in a professional way, and most of them are either someone on a phone or him on his own phone filming yeah. himself. Uh, and I've depicted. I've not depicted. I have written a five-question quiz based on five of his videos, in which I ask you to guess at what might happen in Uri Geller's videos. Number one. There's like a question of sport, what happens next? Yeah, yeah, that's most of them. (laughs) Uri Geller is standing in front of his familiar four-screen background setup, which is always displaying a screensaver-like image that looks like old DeviantArt wallpapers. (laughs) 3D pipes. (laughs) He is currently talking to fans of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. (laughs) At the time in which the club had temporarily moved to Wembley and had failed to win a game at its new stadium. He is saying that he's not a guru or a prophet, but that he has a drawing that could help the team start winning. But he also says, no guarantees. He says that if fans touch the drawing at 11.11am and 11.11pm, think positive, focus on it and empower the players to start winning, they will start winning. (laughs) He never explains how people can touch the drawing, given that he's holding it in Israel. (laughs) But what is the drawing of? Oh, nice. It's got to be like, you know, I think it's like his massive head 
on uh, like, oh, a, like a caricature that you yeah, get on Leicester Square of his face mm-hmm. scoring like a winning goal. <laughs> his his face, Wembley. but his eyeballs are footballs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, sorry. Let me just open this gin. Lovely. I thought you would have more guesses. His um, face, but his teeth are footballs. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you've not understood the strange surrealist heart of Uri Geller. Is it just shite, like a diamond or something like that? Mate. A gosling. Let me explain it to the reader and then I will show you. Ori has very obviously traced around his own hand... <laughs> Scribbled some runes, Hebrew and Roman letters across it, and drawn a crude woman's face at the bottom with an arrow pointing to the left, marked West. He has coloured some bits in. He has also signed it. (laughs) That's the drawing. (laughs) That's the drawing you have to touch to make Tottenham Hotspur win at Wembley. Logs touching it. I'm touching his face. He's He's, he's only got a top row of teeth. Yeah, he's got an odd face. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not... But he's got, he's drawn, yeah, he's him. drawn around his hand there, yeah. yeah. He's got, you know, that kind of slight wobble of like, he's done it with yeah, like a yeah. fist clenched around a pen. He um, talks about how he once met Salvador Dali and it influenced all his drawings. <laughs> and those are all his drawings. <laughs> Did Spears reply to him? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Not many views on that video. <laughs> and question two. Oh Uri God. Geller is walking around a British war cemetery at night. This is filmed, like, with almost no light, so it's eerie as fuck. He tells us we won't believe whose grave he's found. (laughs) I promise you this is all true. You're just going to have to click through or read more to find out. It's his own grave. No. The The camera pans down to the grave, and the grave says, Harry Potter. He doesn't seem to be telling us this because it's funny. He says it's mystical and magical. Then what does he do? Boot it over. <laughs> Boot it over and shout. I'm the only wizard in Israel. <laughs> he shouts Expelleramus. <laughs> Boots it over. Um, he lies down on top of the grave, yes, face up, with his yes. arms folded across his chest. Quite close. He says, Let's touch the grave. All of us, let's touch the tombstone. Put your hands on the screen. I'm sending you very powerful magical energies. Then it just ends. He seems to be a bottomless well of these energies. He never seems exhausted after doing it. No, he can sell anything with energies. He's full of different types. How recent (laughs) was he? That was last year. Oh my goodness. He's only only started really filming himself in about the last two years. So when you say it didn't do much numbers, what what is good numbers for Geller? Uh, I think the highest I've seen on a Geller Facebook video is around ten thousand. Jeez, that's not most of great. these are like hundreds, like on the Vimeo page at least, because all of these link through to his Vimeo. Yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah. embarrassing. Like if you're in, if you're actually hosting a TV show, you're letting the directors of that show see what clout you don't have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yuri. Uri Geller is in his house, and he's looking with steely determination at the camera. What's he, his house like? I'd curious. It's actually quite nice. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got like 60 million cadabra dollars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's 10 of those to every bison dollar. <laughs> uh, he's looking with steely determination. He's talking about how he's meditating every day at 11.11am and 11.11pm. What's the deal with this? Why is he Don't like know. So much? Think it's, that's also the number in us. Well, yeah. Weird. Is, yeah, yeah. He's doing it to force Theresa May to call a second referendum. This is post-letter. Christ. All the while, he is also using two caliper things strapped to his arms and flexing his hands up and down. At the end of the video, he says, If you're wondering what this is, he says, brandishing the calipers at the screen... Use your imagination. <laughs> the comment. Everything you want is to be and also nothing. Like, it's very clearly, he's just doing forearm exercises. Right. It's like those things that just build up your forearms. Okay. Oh, right. No, so it's not, like, he wasn't measuring his body fat by... No, no. Oh, okay. that's all he's doing. Like, it's extremely obvious what it is. So there's no reason for him, A, to be doing it on video while he talks about stopping a second referendum, and B, <laughs> tell people to guess. There's only so many hours in the day you've got to double yeah. up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but the comments, which are a lot more Brexity than on most of his videos, come to an agreement on what the calipers are actually for. What is it? <laughs> the, 
It's got to be wanking, some wanking stuff. Like that'll get his arms good because all he does is wank. You're correct. It's for wankers cramp. <laughs> Fantastic. We're on to the last two. These are my two favourite things. I was pissing myself watching these at work today. Uri Geller is wandering about in the middle of a road, trying to use his mind to make streetlights turn off again. Let me guess, is he doing this at dawn? Uh, he's, do- <laughs> he's doing it at night, definitely. Okay, okay. Right. But he has, by my count, 24 separate videos of him doing this, where he turns off streetlights with his mind in Wait, his Wait, they rail. actually turn off? Yeah. But not when he asks them to. Okay. <laughs> I think it's, it seems very clear to me that oh. where he lives in Israel just turns off the streetlights at a certain time. And he's just lying. And he's just saying it's him. And yeah. like that is that but they didn't do it quiet at the time. So he thinks, oh, these are naughty <laughs> yeah. They have spirit. Mate, it's so much better than that. He's pointing out a particular lamppost and saying, one, two, three, turn off! I do this at traffic lights. Yeah. <laughs> the, the street light behind the camera turns off and Uri takes credit for it. <laughs> Even though it clearly wasn't the one, the one he was pointing at. He like turns around to the camera and goes, it turned off. <laughs> it bounced off. My command bounced off. <laughs> it's it collateral damage. He points back at the original lamppost again and spends, and spends almost <laughs> 45 seconds trying to make it turn off. He's clicking his fingers. He's muttering, come on. <laughs> he's changing position on the road as if that'll help. Uh, and, he start- shit. <laughs> and he starts jumping around <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> what happens next? And there's a camera person. Yeah, there's a camera it. person filming him. Is a camera person just like, is, is you, he laughing? You, you mate, you got to fuck it. You got to leave it. We're going to get in trouble again. Sort of. Stop hopping from foot to foot like a fucking goblin. Or he just calls it, he did, like he literally goes, like, Yuri, you're a fucking liar. I wish. But what happens is. A diff- another different lamp turns off? No. Oh. A car comes down the street from and behind them. And the person it just oper- crashes because the lights are off. <laughs> you did this, Yuri Gala. I did because of you. My car is bent like spoon. <laughs> The, the cameraman just drops the couch like, oh, what any Oh my God, it's happened again. I'm a murderer. <laughs> the person operating the camera has to move out of the car's way because they're standing in the middle of the street. Yeah. The person in the car seems to be shouting at the camera person and Uri for being in the road. As this happens, the streetlight turns off, oh off God. camera. <laughs> and Uri... As the camera pans back round, shouts, yes, and runs back down the road, pumping his fists. Is that real? It's yeah. incredible. In my head, it's like an almost like Parks and Rec, like all the office style thing where like Yuri's running off and then the camera just pans to the driver and just like looks at the camera, nothing. It nothing really, in his eyes, yeah. It still sounds like a perfectly shot, yeah. like it's, those documents. It's amazing that he comedies. spends so long and it turns off while the camera's not looking at it. Like, it's just, it's brilliant. He has another one. I don't think it's the same one where he's Does he saying, howl at the moon as he runs off? Like, <laughs> He's just going, yes! Like, it's so childish. Like, he's in, there's a Limmy sketch about saying change to a clock. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when it changes, he goes, I have the power! After, yeah. like, two full minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's literally that. It is the Limmy sketch. He's so excited that he managed to turn the light off. Um, one of them is, uh, there's another one where <laughs> for Earth Day... He's like, oh, you were all meant to be turning off our lights for a bit. He's like, I'm always trying to turn the lights off in old Jaffa. And then says, apologies if there are typos. I can't see what I'm typing. As if his phone doesn't have a backlight. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> He's, I'm sure the lights He's just made it up. Doing on a Nokia communicator. That's the thing, though. If you are turning the lights off and the power is like around you, it is going to hit your phone by accident. And yeah. It's like, oh, shit, I fucked the backlight on my iPhone. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's a good point. He accidentally points at his phone and it just yeah. blows up. And he's like, oh, I was just pointing at a text. <laughs> <laughs> this is easily my favourite. And yeah. it's his and he's most a good man. It's a lot. It's his most recent Vimeo video. <clears throat> Uri Geller is filming himself in a coffee shop. 
people keep looking at the camera while he's talking because he's clearly just whipped it out while waiting for his order to be finished. Oh my god. <laughs> he is address he is addressing Stephen Colbert, who made fun of his Theresa May open letter on live TV. <laughs> he, he's just doing this in a full coffee shop. Mate, it's <gasps> nuts. Like He's got no permission. He's just doing this at the end of the thing. Oh, that's so embarrassing. It's in landscape as well, not portraits. So you can see way more than just him. Oh, my him. God. It's so good. Uh, he begins by saying how funny Colbert is, and then, in fairly rational fashion, pointing out that following the beginning of his campaign of meditation, the, me- the Million Person March and Article 50 per- petition came out. So he's pointing out the timeline matches up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If psychic powers are real, he has done this. And I think Colbert's misunderstood the timeline. So fair play to him. Um, (laughs) Then, as he speaks, he clearly becomes actually annoyed, (laughs) saying things like, Stephen, don't underestimate the power of my mind, and jabbing his finger at the camera. Then things get nasty. What does he say to Stephen Colbert? (laughs) I will tear your soul apart. (laughs) (laughs) It's not far. (laughs) He's like, I will jump down this phone. (laughs) Come all the way to America. I'm in your sockets. Bend down and look in a socket and I will yeah. punch Again, you. Don't touch a spoon, motherfucker. They belong to me. Weirdly, <laughs> so close. They're all my children. Oh, Jesus Christ. If he just fucking rose his hands to the heaven and every one of the 25 billion spoons on earth yeah. became unusably bent. He's like... Too- impersonal (laughs) like if you ever say anything about me again i will rat king every motherfucking spoon (laughs) so close in the world mech myself up and come over there and every every spoon you touch will turn to gold oh shit (laughs) my choice (laughs) 50 50 right this is verbatim what he says and as i say maybe we should just replace it but this is incredible he just says now steven I want you to go to your cutlery drawer and check your spoons and forks. I'm afraid, Stephen, you're eating with your hands from now on. (laughs) They're all bent. (laughs) Also, you think you're driving to the studio? No, Stephen, you're walking. I bent your key. (laughs) (laughs) You bent my walkie. Don't bother bother trying to lock your door on the way out. Bent that one also. <laughs> Jesus. If you want me to bend them all back, you will apologize to me on live TV and accept that I have the power. <laughs> I want to hear you say, Uri, you have the power. Sending you lots of love from old Jaffa Israel. Come and see my museum in about a year from now. <laughs> I like his praise sandwich. <laughs> he's so weird. Love Fucking hell, he's off his head. He's actually quite frightening. It's yeah. one of my favourite things. Um, so I like it. I feel a bit bad in a way. But well, then obviously... I think this could be our inroad. If we get this under his nose, he will respond to us and that will be really good for our profile. But... <laughs> Mate, more people listen to our podcast and watching his Vimeo videos. That's yeah. actually a really good <laughs> point. And that's not like oh, us shit. being Charlie Big Potatoes. We We're not that big. It's <laughs> just one more feature. Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you were recording. From Italy. Regular features. Hey. <laughs> Lads. Come on. Give it. Can you feel it? Yeah. There's yeah. A fucking lot going on in, in my world, and I want to join you. I want to join hands and fucking bust a solitary nut to celebrate one of the most important weeks of my year. That's right. It's week 52 of the financial year 2018 2019. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I like how, even though you're having a busy week, not too busy, you can't shave your entire beard off. Well, fucking, you want to look good when the goddess of the new financial year comes down your chimney and, and delivers the, you. And delivers the P60s for your staff. So, and by the way, you should keep hold of those P60s. Yeah, I lost, I lost my one. It hurt me, mate. It you, hurt me. You can ask your employer for a new one, but they're under no obligation to give you one. And it yeah. is one of the most evidential things you can provide to HMRC that you have paid your tax. So mm-hmm. just really hold on to those guys. That's all I'm saying. Do you hold on to your staff ones? 
I'll, I'll so if, they, if they text you if they please me if they text, <laughs> if they text you at 10 o'clock I provide all my staff with a back door into the payroll system where they can download all their own documents thank you very much very if good. they text you on January 30th at half past 10 at night going oh I fucked it Where can I have it would you text I would, them back I a would, screenshot of it I would print it out and put it in a fucking Uber for those beautiful people okay fine that's good. But if one I displeased you, you're a good man. You're a good man. <laughs> if one displeased you, would you make them come in? And then just as they came in, you were clearly eating the last strip of it. Yeah. Oh, oh did I not make uh, myself clear? Oh, luckily, I printed out a second one, and then I dropped my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Plunge your dick through whatever tax man they like, paid, and then and then you go guess where it is, and they start like eating it out your ass. And you go, uh, it's in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, why are you eating it anyway? It's not candy. Oh, useful inside your tummy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Wolf Blitzer, and here's my employer's tips. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> well, as I say, this is an important week for me, and not just me, accountants. I mean, tonight, the streets will be thick with accountants, hurling ring binders into the air, and huffing some of the biggest numbers out of hole-punched plastic pockets. <laughs> while a bevy of payroll clerks giggle unprofessionally at any pecuniary discrepancies. <laughs> Why do I write the hardest sentences for myself? Also, I know I said, oh, I'm going to try out these new uh, mic toppers so we don't have to have uh, <laughs> pop shields. Why are you fucking it up by saying every P that's I'm ever existed? Pecuniary. Why pecuniary. pecuniary. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. While a bevy of payroll clerks giggle unprofessionally at any pecuniary discrepancies they noticed over the year. And the clock strikes midnight and everyone strips down to their Martin Spencer pants and pisses molten gold into a cast of the Chancellor of the Exchequer and then animate the golem with a mixture of financial instruments and spunk. <laughs> After midnight. As the night slides away from decency, the more obscure stationery comes out to play. Treasury tags are fashioned into makeshift cock rings and long-armed staplers are snapped shut playfully onto the forearms and, yes, dicks. <laughs> of anyone wearing a Rolex on their left arm, and that is the secret accountant's wristwatch code. If you're wearing a swatch pop watch, that means you're up for anything underneath a canal bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're wearing a Louis Monet Meteoris, costing $4.7 million, that means no kissing, but below the knees, anything goes. <laughs> it's no secret that in the UK, the financial new year is big news. But how do they celebrate it around the world? <laughs> Australians celebrate their new year in July. This is absolute bullshit, and they know it. When you ask an Australian when their fiscal year begins, they'll just mumble and kick sheepishly at the ground. It doesn't matter, they'll say. And you'll have to say, but it does matter. It matters to me. Dozens of times before they'll eventually say, July, okay? It starts in July. They've just left themselves wide open to a rebuke. July? That's a fucking insult to money itself. Damn you all to hell. As a result of this acute embarrassment, Australian accountants celebrate the financial new year by scowling at a calendar. <laughs> Costa Rica starts their financial new year in October. It's lucky that Costa Rica doesn't celebrate Halloween, otherwise everyone would be too scared to file their tax returns. And anyway... <laughs> Who needs Halloween when Costa Rican accountants are all actual money witches? They celebrate the passing of the old money into the new by fingering a coin into their palm and then pulling it out of a child's ear. But because this isn't a trick and they are real wizards, frequently the coins become lodged in the child's brain. And this is how new accountants are born in Costa Rica. Ethiopia is unique <laughs> in celebrating Financial New Year on September the 11th. Oh. Honestly, Ethiopia, could you be any edgier? Why don't you just put bin fucking Laden on your 500 burn notes? Rude, Ethiopia. Just rude. They're like the Louis C.K. of financial countries. <laughs> I mean, they are the only ones whose Financial New Year doesn't begin on the first of the month. That's insane. Except for us. 6th of April. Mm. Pricks. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> Austria, Belgium, Greece, Brazil, China, Netherlands, Portugal and Qatar. They all begin their financial New Year's on New Year's Day. 
I mean, talk about having your birthday at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> On December the 31st in these countries, accountants bide their time until midnight, until the 12th bong, ding, honk, squelch, whatever sound clocks make in your country. <laughs> then the accounts rush onto the dance floor and start handing out flyers, reminding everyone that while there's still a long time until the legal deadline for filing your self-assessment forms, it's always sensible to start collecting your information together while it's still fresh in your mind. Then they start wagging their fingers to let you know they're serious. Then they smile to let you know it's not urgent yet. Then they stop smiling to let you know it will be urgent soon. Then they phase shift and plunge their heart into the body of a jackal and rip out its heart which is just an innocent tradition. Don't be a cultural imperialist. <laughs> Only the UK has the 6th of April as its financial new year. Sure, Canada, Hong Kong and India start theirs in April, but they begin on April the 1st, a date that is without nuance or imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. If there's anything that I'm proud of in this country, it is the fact that our tax year, for personal income, not corporate, begins on the 6th of April. This is where decades of dwindling empire has brought us. Nowhere. <laughs> I can't tell whether I've just learned something or if I should forget everything yeah. you've just said. All the financial start dates were looked up from the Wikipedia page for fiscal year. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, you've had enough in there. Yeah. <laughs> Sucking on my features like you want me. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. Oh! There we are. What a podcast. Goodness. What a night. Uh, what a night. What a podcast. If you liked any of that, mm. uh, you can tell your friends. But better than that is to go to www.patreon.com forward slash regular features and give us all your money. You can tell your friends, i.e. us, that you want to give them more money. Yeah. Or some money. Every episode slash month. Yeah. Whatever your choice may be. All the options are there laid out for you. You do what suits you, but just make sure it's money and it goes to us. Yes. Yeah. 100% us. It allows us to do this thing that we enjoy doing, but not enough to do it for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Log, we got any new boys? I will and come they up. are probably boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've had a lady patron, to be fair. That's, I think because... We do have a an ambiguous name today. Ooh, hello. Uh, David. <laughs> it's a Morgan. It's a Morgan Henderson. And he or she, or they, however you identify, are yeah. our premium. Hello to you. We love you. New patron of the month. You've made that sound like it's a feature that we are not going to upkeep. <laughs> well, I like it. Well, we not okay. we don't repeat features. That's the beautiful thing about this podcast. <gasps> yeah. That is that. God, that is, you're good. That is the long forgotten conceit of this podcast. Enjoy <laughs> it, Morgan, while it lasts. I'm gonna, who, so, who else? Anyone else? Well, you might want to see that floppy clock has uh, edited <laughs> their pledge from two dollars fifty. Yeah. Which they probably thought wasn't funny enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. But $2.69. Hey. Now that's a pledge. Pledge. Hey. So the pledgeant. We've done that, John, haven't we? Pledgeant. You're a, you are nice. a, the regular features right. pledgeant. Pledgeant of the week. Yeah. Sorry, Morgan. No, we just you, gave no, Morgan. Sorry, Morgan. Your time in the last spotlight was kind of limited there. We just yeah, changed to a different Morgan. new feature. <laughs> um, speak, if you, but if you want a 69 joke... Mm. James Vokes has got one for you. What? Because not only did he change his pledge from $1 to $69.69. That's too much. He edited it back down within mm. half an hour oh. to $1.01. Now, one sixty-ninth of his pledge. <laughs> so he'd actually worked the 69 joke into 101. What prick. That Ooh. is 69's 101. <laughs> right. um, I would say that Hey, that's totally fair. Don't pay us sixty nine sixty nine per episode. But also, stop gaming the mentions, folks. I like that it took half an hour to do it. Like I'm, I'm gonna for take, half an hour, James was going. Could, could I give them one payment of this much? I will no, say no, absolutely I, not. I say I guessed half an hour, but that's because the mouse over has turned the time of the email into a series of links of whether I want to bin or archive or something. <laughs> like 
it was actually exactly the same minute. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 they'll well, see this and then they'll sit, be sad. Like that's it. all Love it. James wanted to do. Well, Fair perhaps, play. perhaps he didn't want us to get our hopes up to, for too yeah, long. Good point. Very good. James. Little does he know, we don't check this email and it took us <laughs> close to half an hour to, <laughs> to even access it. it. <laughs> Who else? There is one person, Mega Slippers, who's a long-time person oh, on Twitter. Yeah, who I fucking love Mega Slippers. Yeah. He did a cover of It's a Bag of Wheat for Stephen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, Mega Slippers is amazing. He is one of the valued people who actually contribute. Can actually <laughs> fucking do things as well as give us money. <laughs> Wait, what Take about that, Morgan? Morgan. What about Morgan? <laughs> oh, oh, no! Well, Morgan's doing more than that. She's giving a dollar and then four dollars more. That's two things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, I'll give away the dollar now. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going on about now. <laughs> Whom else? Um, Maximilian Milkins has We've been. Done co- them. We've done them. No, he has been shamed correctly by Steve and finally upped his pledge to a decent amount rather than doing the one cent maneuver, what which does get your main name mentioned, but it gets your name mentioned disparagingly. That's mm. it. Now, we're not mentioning him ever again. No. Nope. Unless he puts it up to $10 it's an a, episode. It has Fucking to be. Fucking good name, though. Yeah. <laughs> you get a mention if you increase your pledge by a factor of two or more. Nice. Interesting. That's- uh, well, that's going to be million more. Feature. This time next year, we'll be millionaires, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be so much more maths for us, but not Steve, because he is intelligent and can work this out. But on the few occasions when Steve's not here, it will take us a lot longer now that you've done the factor of two increase. It's, it's a new rule. Stick with it. I'm upset. I that. think it'll work. Yeah. Not gonna, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's another one time only. You won't put the hours in. You don't put the hours in to divide by two. The last person we will mention for a cent pledge yeah. is Cammy Tommen. What did he do? Well, let's just say between us. <laughs> you look so serious right now. I'm just saying, <laughs> you if, if he follows through on this and gives us his full pledge, yeah. we are all going to be one cent a month richer off. Oh, oh shit. Wait, have you done that because there's five of us? That's or... 0.7 of a pence, and I can't wait to blow it. <laughs> Up my ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better place to leave <laughs> this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We hope you had a lovely time. That was great. That was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, that's it. Goodbye. Kiss your mamas. <laughs> your nice, nice mamas. Regular ficheros. <laughs>